रामकृष्णम जगद्गुर परपद्मेतोस्त्रिवा प्रणमा मुहुर्मुहुर् मंगल गुरदेवाय दिव्यमत्रिक्ष मंगल मंगल भक्तवृंदेव्यो सर्वोकाय मंगल ओं जयंती मंगलाकाली भद्रकाली कपालिनी दुर्गा क्षमा शिवरात्रि सहस्रा नमस्ते जय मा Very happy to see everyone here. We had quite a crowd this morning. My good and very solid, beautiful puja. Are we on? Sorry. <coughs> this is our twenty-fourth uh, big puja. <laughs> we call it that. It was known as big puja for many years. Uh, this will be our. That means it's our twenty-third anniversary because we started with such a such a puja. Um, we used to many people actually less every year less and less of the original crew. Like we're here, we we uh, we rent a school, Annalisa School, which is about I don't know two hundred, three hundred yards down that way, yeah. that way, that way. I never know which direction I'm facing mm -hmm. north. A beautiful school property, and <coughs> uh, we'd get there Friday night, and we spend the whole Friday evening cleaning, converting a school into a temple. And then moving the temple into the school, because <laughs> yeah. it was quite an adventure, quite an, an endeavor. And uh, then we had a sa all day Saturday puja, morning puja, evening puja, half day on Sunday, and then evening be finished. And they had to move everything back. It was quite a lot of work. Uh, we used to joke that it was six months to prepare and six months to recover. <laughs> right. Our whole, really, our whole year was big puja. Our, it was our, 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 we were tuned to big puja. Nice song. And uh, and of course, it started with. We hired on Chakrabarti, the uh, who was the head priest of Dakshinishwar. Uh, uh, he came 17 times, I think. Him was his assistant priest, Pranab Sri Pranab Goshal. Uh, they came and they did the what they call Prana Pratistana, the invoking of Shakti into the image, awaken the image. When that is done, then puja has to be done regularly; can't be stopped. And so we didn't quite know what we were getting into, right? This was not part of the plan, at least not our plan, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right, so so we we were planning just to do one puja. Actually, Usha's book came out at that time, and and so some friends suggested to Usha that you know the priest when the book comes out, we can also let's show the puja, not just write about it. And so actually that year, my first trip to India, I helped arrange the um, the visas. I took invitations and dealt with the consulate to get them visas to come. <coughs> that was the very first year I went to India. <coughs> Uh, and and we, we we asked for an image. We didn't quite know that it would be like a temple image. It was like we just want an image to you know. We sell so many statues of Kali like that, but the second she came out of the box, we realized that it was not a personal image. It was something more. Uh, and the puja was done. The life was given at uh, close to midnight, or just after midnight on Amavasha, and uh, uh, and then it was announced that her name is Ma Dakshinishwari. Right, the goddess from Dakshinishwar. Very wonderful. But then now we have to worship every day. So well, how do you do that? We did not know how to ring a bell. You know, we're doing arati like this. You know, like. It's funny. It turns out ritual is a learned action, not a, an intuitive action. <laughs> But slowly, slowly, and our puja started. We started. I remember a little, a little tiny silver plate with some nuts and raisins and a little tiny cup. That was our daily offering. <laughs> now it's it's gotten like this now. <laughs> Right, 
And so daily puja has been done since that day. We all had to learn. And then Amavasha pujas had to be done in a larger way. Uh, and so it started, that time Usha had a one-bedroom apartment near the Hare Krishna temple here in Laguna. Uh, and it was a very, uh, uh, so started with five, six people, then ten people next month, and slowly, slowly, you were there. You were from the beginning, I think. She's, I think, one of the few original gangsters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> few original, you know. Yeah, one of the fir- first people. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, and so soon, you know, it's a one-bedroom apartment, and we're, you know, banging gongs and ringing bells and doing kirtan, and, and all of a sudden, we'll be doing kirtan, and you hear, I'm feeling Nisju, something like this, the guy in the Nisu, so we called, we lovingly referred to him as Frank Asuda, right? <laughs> he was our down, and he, he would, he, you know, because we were, the noise was interrupting his TV, religious noise, it was complaint, it was official complaint, too much religious noise. <laughs> Inter- interrupting his his uh, baseball game, <laughs> but you understand if, we, we, if you have a if you have a part, month after month, month after month, then we tolerated. We tried to adjust, but soon the pile of shoes got bigger and bigger, and pretty soon it was crowds like this in a small one bedroom, and uh, uh, and then one year uh, when Haradanji was here, we had to do the we can only do the puja to school on a weekend, so we choose a weekend closest to an Amavasha. It didn't always fall on Amavasha. Right, and so one year it, it was like Amabasha was on a Thursday, and we and we, the puja was on, on on the weekend. So we still have to do Amabasha puja. So Haridan did the puja in the apartment. It still had to be done, um, uh, and that was too much. You know, with a lot of people, a lot of noise, and and, and people compl- in the middle of the puja, people came to complain. Right, so that disturbed the puja, and so Haridan was not happy. Right, he did not like that the puja would be interrupted like this. Right, and that year, every time we drive, we should be drive, we should be driving someplace with him, and he looked like he's a new house, get a new place, has to be freestanding, no shared walls, no apartment. Right, and every house like that, that one, like that one. <laughs> he was giving examples of freestanding houses. And, uh, this house, like. like so slowly, slowly. So we had no plan. We had no plan. She was happy, but Ma had a plan. This was a small little house in a lonely place, de- fairly desolated neighborhood, you know. So it was a little nervous moving in here with a rented house at that time. Slowly, slowly, uh, uh, we rented for many years and we were able to purchase the place and then expand it. Where these three lights are here, this used to be the wall. So this, this was the temple room. This was the front door right here and the walkway to the gate. So, and this whole area was a shrine. So where you're sitting is where the, the priest would sit. So you only had this little space here and that little space there. And there was furniture. So on top of that. So it was a little uh, tight. So this changed our world for sure. And this opening like this. So we, made, we were able to purchase a place and, and then uh, expand and make a beautiful temple for Ma. <coughs> but <coughs> then Sri Haridanji passed away unexpectedly a few years back. And so we made a transition. One year we took a year off out of respect and to deal, digest it. And then one year we brought another important priest from Sri Ramakrishna's family to do the puja. It was very beautiful. That was the last puja at the school. And then we started to do them here. And because bringing the priest was a, a very dangerous endeavor because you're responsible for a short trip like that and very expensive endeavor. That function was very expensive and costly and a lot of work. And also the thing is we move everything and do this big powerful thing and then leave the place. Right, and then this place is this place is a mess when we come back. Rather than doing it here, and it stays, the shakti stays here, you know, and and so that's important. All the mantras, all the puja, all the devotion stays in the place, rather than in a, in a rented rented hall. So anyway, it's work. We've had to make a transition. We still do our, our an all-day festival, not a two-day festival, but an all-day festival. <coughs> and so 
that puja was close to uh, this uh, Falaharini. And Falaharini Kali Puja is one of the three main Kali Pujas of the year. There's, of course, every Amavasha we do Kali. Every day we do Kali Puja. Every Amavasha we do Kali Puja. But there are three main Pujas. One is called Kali Puja. Or it's known as Kama, that's Shama Kali, Shama Kali Puja. That is on in, in uh, October, November, like that. That's the most important. Diwali, the night before Diwali. Right, that's the most important. The, that's what most people know. If people worship Kali once a year, that's the night. This is number two, called Falaharini Kali Puja. And then there's one in January, in Mag, that is uh, uh, Ritanti Kali Puja. Very important Kali Puja. Less, these are, but this is number second. And so there's a story in how Falaharini Kali Puja. Why Falaharini? What does Falahari mean? Falahari, fal- when somebody is fasting, they call, uh, oh, I'm taking Falahari. I mean, I'm eating only fruit. I'm taking fruit. Fruit and milk diet, usually falhara, right? Come in Akadasi, people follow falhara. During Navarachi, falhara. There's also sadhus that that's all they eat. Only fruit and milk like this. Or no cooked food, no grains like this. A very sattvic diet. But Kali is usually not seen as one who eats only fruits and grains. In the story, she, you know, she devours demons and swallows universes and... <laughs> Occasional goat, you know, it's like it's not, you know, it's not, it's not milk and milk and fruit, you know, fruits and flowers, right? And so there's a story how she got this name. <coughs> Actually, I was we were doing this puja so many years, and also observed, but never fully knew the story. We know this is important puja; we have to do it, and it's important because of it's connected to Sri Ramakrishna Lila. I read that Lila momentarily, so we always celebrate it because of the connection with Sri Ramakrishna. But its story goes so, in. Uh, uh, it's connected to Lord Krishna, right? Uh, 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 very deeply. Uh, Krishna, of course, we know had his relationship with the gopis, and especially with Srimati Srimati Radharani. But the problem is Radharani was married, right? And so the story. These are, of course, it's told in the romantic lang- metaphor, uh, metaphor of romantic language, the the love love affair between the soul and God. It's very very deep. Point, but in the story, Radharani actually is considerably older than Krishna, and she's married, right? <coughs> What's Radharani's husband's name? Do you know? See, nobody thinks of Radharani. Everything's Krishna's Radharani's husband. <laughs> Has to be Krishna, <laughs> right? It's Abhimanyu. Abhimanyu is Radharani's husband. Thank you, thank you. And Vrindavan. Now we think Vrindavan. Vrindavan is a place of Krishna. He is a presiding deity of Krishna, Vrindavan. But at the time of Krishna, he was not the presiding deity of Vrindavan, right? Uh, we we know the gopis. In order to get Krishna as her husband, they did a vrat, Katyayani vrat. She is a third of our Navadurgas here, Katyayani Devi, one of the Navadurgas, right? That's a Shakti. There's fifty, fifty-four places, fifty-two places in India, Shakti Pitams. The in Vrindavan, the Shakti Pitam is Katyayani. The presiding deity of Vrindavan is Durga, originally. Right, you know, uh, and so even the gopis were doing Durga Puja in order to uh, get Krishna, because they wanted you worship Katyayani on a certain day in order to get a good husband, right? So they were worshiping like this. So that's why we have to understand that area was also it's not the way it is now because this was a forested area, it was very different thousands and thousands of years ago. (coughs) And so, similarly, the different families, each family, the the village deity or the place deity, the with the Gram Devata, you would say, is Katyayani. Now, in the visual, you also have the uh, uh, um, Kula Devata, the family deity, right? If you have the Ishta Devata, the private deity, you have the Kula Devata, the family deity that your family is worshipped. You have the Grama Devata, the deities of the village. You have so many ways of worshipping. So many. Right? So the Kula Devata of Radharani's family is Kali. 
<coughs> and so the husband, she married into that family. We don't know her, her original Kula Devata. At least I don't. There's text that I could look it up, but <coughs> I don't remember just now. <coughs> but he was a Kali Devata. The family deity was Kali. And so his sister, Abhimanyu's sister, Kutila Devi, uh, was very uh, suspicious of Radharani's uh, where did she go at night? Who is she seeing? She had rumors about this Krishna. Krishna didn't have a good reputation amongst uh, <laughs> the families at that point, right? So he's like, where did it, where? So, so she, was, she was very jealous. And also, there's a, tra- I mean, it's, it's a, 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 a long-standing tradition that uh, when a woman marries into a husband's family, he does, it's, not always, it's not always an easy, an easy position, right? The mother-in-law and the sister-in-law don't always make it easy for the new woman in the house, right? <coughs> so it was such such as the family. Radha was not treated nicely in that house, and especially by the, by the sister-in-law. And she was always looking. Uh, and so one time she followed Radharani into the forest. And then she saw them. Ah, she's with Krishna and the gopis. Ah, now I'll, I'll show. Because the husband, her, 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 her brother, didn't believe, uh, uh, didn't fully believe him. Believe her. Sorry, my brain. My brain's a little mushy. Please forgive me. It's been a long... <laughs> <laughs> a shakti-filled, mantra-filled day, so I have to think clearly. Uh, uh, and so she followed. She, ah, now is the chance, right? She, she ran home, got her brother, and took him to see what your see what your your young wife is doing, right? You think she's so faithful to you? We'll show you, right? So just as she was bringing uh, Radha, uh, uh, Abhimanyu, uh, Krishna stopped his 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 and told Radha Rani and the gopis, "You go quickly into the forest and gather fruits and flowers." Quickly, quickly, right? So they all stopped what they're doing. They went and grabbed fruits, gathered uh, forest fruits and flowers. He says, "Now quickly, offer them to me." Right? And just then, he took he he, he took he, he became he took on the rupa of kali, right? And so they offered the fruits of the tree. And just then, Abhimanyu came with Kutila. And he says, "Oh, this is very nice." <laughs> Right? She's just worshipping our Kula Devata. Of course, this is the world. I mean, it's like, it's like if you're saying, oh, you, oh, you just worship Kula Devata, it's actually Kali sitting there, <laughs> shining, you know, sword, dripping head, and the whole thing, you know. Right? And there's some, you'll see some art. There's a few famous historical art pieces where you have uh, 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 Krishna and a Kali Rupa. Right? You see it's Krishna with a, and Radha, Radha and the gopis are worshipping, but Kali. Right? Cause, and so this is a very much a Bengali tradition. This is not a universally known Lila, right? It's it's from the Bengali canon, right? And there's a whole series of songs and and wrote, uh, traditions of songs to this, uh, because in in, Duk- in Bengal you have these two side by side tradition of, of uh, because of the preaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the uh, especially the worship, not just Vaishnavism. Ancient Bengal was Vaishnava, was a uh, uh, Narayan worship. Now they're just just this week they're discovering ancient statues of Narayana in Bengal, right? This is go back thousands of years. Right, so that pre uh, the, the the ancient kings like that, they were building temples to Lord Vishnu and Lakshmi Narayan, like almost like South Indian type deities. Very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's unknown new new discoveries right now, right? But more recent times uh, was uh, was the preaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and 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 the writings of Jayadev Goswami. The worship of especially the mood of Radha and Krishna became very popular in Bengal, and that became the primary. But alongside that, in the jung- Bengal is also a jungle tradition. Right, and so in the jungle and tribal is very comp- uh, uh, um, uh, so the worship of the goddess is strong there, tantra is strong there, kali worship is strong there, and so we can see you can if we try to look at it a little analytically or scholarly or scholastically, right? This is the tension between these two communities, a whole series of songs and stories put the two together. How kali and Krishna are not different, 
Right. And also there's also the vision of the saints, Sri Ramakrishna and the saints like that also saw this as a fact. But their story is a very sweet story. But this is so she's the Kali who takes um fruit, right? And uh, uh Falahari, Falahara or Falahari. <coughs> and so this is the tradition, of course, we offer much you saw how much fruit came today, you know, <laughs> this morning, tremendous <laughs> boxes and boxes of fruit came. Uh, uh, some from Lafon far distances. Uh, so, uh, but it has deeper meaning is that she's the one who takes our fruit, the fruits of our actions, the fruit of our sadhana, the fruits of our endeavor, our work, right? The karma pal, right? The pal, the, the fruit of our actions, the results of our action. Uh, we don't use that long. In English, it's not so common to say the fruits of your actions. We do the result. But in, in Sanskrit, pal, in, in pal is the result. Right, you have the action, that's karma, and it's pal, it's result. And Krishna says, offer the results, do your work, but offer the results to me. That's one of the ways to work without attachment, right? Um, so this is, she's a form of kala, we offer the fruits of our action, the fruits of our uh, spiritual practices uh, to her. And so this is a very, and so our, I have a friend, uh, uh, um, Haley Goswami, uh, uh, a great artist in Bengal, he's written a little thing on this falahari, falaharini kali, and he has this nice line, I think of it, he says, this is when the, the blood-stained Kali becomes a sandalwood-smeared Krishna. Right, the, 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 the bhava is different, it's a different, uh, but you see for us, they're, they're not, we don't see them as different. This is the result of, uh, partially the result of this tradition, of worship, uh, 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 this tradition of these mixing. Now, but, so this is why it's an important Kali Puja, it's our anniversary, of, it's our annual function, it's the anniversary of our prana, of the Pranapatistana Ma's birthday, you could say, in a certain sense. If you can say, if you have a birthday of the deathless, birthless, uh, changeless mother. Um, we talk like that. <coughs> Makes sense. <coughs> but, it's, but it's also especially special. That's a word. Especially, that's not right. Especially, 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 no. Anyway, you know what I mean. It's, it's extra special. Especially special. Especially uh, uh, special. In the Ramakrishna tradition. Because of what happened, let's see here. Which year was it? Mm. I lost my page. Page fifty, three fifty. Uh, uh, eighteen seventy-three. What do you? How many years ago? One hundred and eighteen so something happened on this night, 100, and actually it's very interesting because this year, because uh, you know the lunar calendar and the, phys and the, and the solar calendar don't always ma rarely match, right? This year they match. Actually yesterday proper was Amavasha, right? Uh, uh, but this is also, so we celebrate on the Amavasha, it's called Falaharni, this is Ramakrishna devotee worship on this day, but this year it also falls on the, on the, on the date. It was, it was June 5th, today June 5th. <coughs> So, Sri Ramakrishna had, let me see if I'm going to read it or going to tell it. I'll, I'll begin to read this. Is, I'm reading from the Sri Sri Ramakrishna Lila Prashang. It's translated by Swami Shardananda. Swami Shardananda, this is a very reliable source. Of course, he himself was a great spiritual giant disciple, Sri Ramakrishna. And he also said, I haven't put anything in the book that I have not realized. So he has, from a spiritual perspective, he knew what he was writing is true. But some things, of course, he wasn't, pre he wasn't present at this, during this scene. Right? And some things we, we assume Ramakrishna may have spoken, and he record, remembered those things. He interviewed people that were present. But in this case, this is about Holy Mother. And he was Holy Mother's attendant for many, many years. So if anybody knew details about this uh, event, 
maybe he could have been told directly. So I trust his telling uh, quite accurately because many, you'll see in the, in the literature, Ramakrishna literature, when somebody makes a statement about this event in front of Holy Mother, she corrects, no, no, it wasn't on that, it was a different day. I wasn't sitting there, I was sitting there. She'd correct it. So it was, it was common discussion during her life. So he would have gotten it corrected in front of him. You know. He may have even read it to her. Is this the way it happened or not? Right. And got her uh, a little more of half of the Bengali months of Jishta <coughs> had passed. It was the new moon night, the auspicious occasion of Palaharini Kali Puja. This special festival is also observed at the Kali Temple at Dakshinishwar and at Kali Temple up at Laguna. The master made a special arrangement for privately worshipping the Divine Mother as Shodashi in his room rather than performing it in the temple. The puja was done in the temple, but Thakur wanted to do the puja in his room. But he actually, he, he was the night of, Shod, of Kali Puja, but he wanted to worship as Shodashi Puja. So Shodashi is another rupa of the Divine Mother, Lalita Tipurusundari. Shodashi means 16, the 16-year-old goddess, right, Lalita. And Sri Ramakrishna had, in the same book it describes, uh, in his own words, what he saw. He had many visions of gods and goddesses. There's no, there's no known deity that he had not seen. In vision, open-eyed, closed eyes, in, in his mind, all kinds of visions, right? But he says when he saw, he saw uh, uh, Shodashi, Tipurusundari. And he says that it was the most beautiful, of course, her name means the most beautiful in the three worlds, Tipurasundri. Right? He says that, imagine, he says, beauty dripped from her body. Can't even imagine what that such a thing is. Yeah. That was the most beautiful of all the uh, forms that he saw. Right? So, so, and so it's interesting that this is the puja that he was good at. It was the Kali puja night, but he, want, he, he wanted to do Shodashi puja in his room. <coughs> The master made a special arrangement for privately worshiping the Divine Mother as Shodashi in his room, rather than performing it in the temple. At the right side of the worshiper's seat, a low wooden seat, beautifully painted with rice powder pigments, was placed for the goddess to sit upon during worship. The seat is there at the, at, at the Bellarmat Museum. You can actually see little something, not just a wooden kind of, a, it's quite something. That's worth the trip, the pilgrimage to Bellarmat to see that seat. <coughs> The sun had set and the new moon night arrived in a veil of deep darkness. Hridoy, Hridoy is Sri Ramakrishna's nephew, was performing the worship in the Kali temple that night. So he helped with the preparations for the master's worship as much as possible and then left for the temple. After the priest Dinu had finished the evening worship service in the Radha Govinda temple, he came to help the master prepare for the worship and then he also left. <coughs> it was 9 p.m. in the evening when the preparations for the mystic worship were complete. The master has sent a message to Sharada beforehand to be present during the worship. She now arrived in the master's room. The master sat for worship. Sri Ramakrishna, if many of you have probably been to Dakshinishwar, Sri Ramakrishna's room, quite a large room, and just, I don't know how many feet away, uh, nearby there's a small uh, music tower, and the bottom floor of that music tower was Holy Mother. When she stayed at Dakshinishwar, she usually stayed there. Uh, now it's a little, very small room, if you see. She lived very austerely in that little small space. Uh, so and most people never saw Holy Mother when she was there. Holy Mother now, I mean, Sri Ramakrishna had a few dozen disciples actually, right? Initiated disciples, very few, and uh, but Holy Mother initiated thousands of people after Sri Ramakrishna's passing, right? He left her ministry to her, very much so. And we have so we have three pictures of Sri Ramakrishna. We have, I don't know, sixty pictures of Holy Mother, right? There's, uh, she lived so many more years. So we have a lot of information, but and she was, but. 
even during her public years, she was extremely uh, private and hidden, right? She'd cover herself usually in public and things like that. But at that time, she was especially hidden. People would say, we heard she's somewhere here. We've never seen her. Even though she was 50 feet away the whole time. She would, and she'd come out early in the morning and, you know, it's like she'd serve. She was very, that was, of course, it was the culture of the time, but that was also her nature. Very uh, shy type of person. Uh, uh, but here's the occasion where she actually, she was called and she came into his room. So this is very nice because usually we don't, in the whole gospel, she's mentioned once or twice because nobody ever saw her. Right? Uh, uh, so it's, this is nice to know here we see her. So she came and, and to be present during the puja. <clears throat> the master finished the preliminaries and sanctified the articles of worship by repeating mantras. He then beckoned for Sharada to sit on the decorated wooden seat. So usually on that seat, you'd put a ghat, this water pot, and you'd install the deity in the water pot. Kalashtapana or ghatstapana, mangal ghat. That's, the de- that's usually what you do when you, don't, when you don't have a picture. When you don't have a deity, you usually worship, in Bengali tradition especially, you worship a ghat. But instead of the ghat, he told his young wife, you sit on that seat. <coughs> While she was watching the worship, Sharada had already entered a, a semi-conscious spiritual state. So without fully knowing what she was doing, she moved like one who was spellbound and sat facing north on the right side of the master, who was sitting, who was seated facing east. According to the scriptural injunctions, he repeatedly sprinkled sanctified water on her from the pitcher placed in front of him. Then he uttered mantras and invoked the deity with the following prayer. So he did all, the, just like you, know, you see during the puja, you'll see tonight, we sprinkle water, there's astrayapat and all these mantras and other forms. He actually mentions that he did nyasa, all the stages. He, all the, we forget, Sri Ramakrishna, we, we see Sri Ramakrishna talking and singing, but he was also a priest. Right before uh, he spent many years as a, as a priest at Dakshinishwar, uh, an ecstatic priest. Yeah, that's why he was relieved of the job. <laughs> it's hard to you know <coughs> minimally have to keep a little bit of consciousness when you're doing puja. You just can't you know. You know. He, it says that he when he was doing puja he'd he'd uh, uh, wave the chummer for two hours, <laughs> and people like you people get there. He just being lost or he. Or he'd sit during puja. He, his puja, he, these were things that were, we, we, we do it by book. He, whatever we, actually when you read about his, his puja sat, and when he learned puja and was doing puja, he gives much faith in puja. And you realize what, what we visualize and, and believe he experienced. Right? He saw them, he felt them. You know, so it's, it brings a lot of faith. But he was an expert pujari also. And so this is usually, we usually see in the gospel of Ramakrishna, Katamrita, we see Ramakrishna in a different mode. This is at the end of his, this is also an important point, this is at the end of his sadhana period. Right, we, we know if you, uh, how many years? 12 years, it's actually, it's typical, we, we call it a tapa, tapas, a one 12 year period. You do sadhana, you take vows for 12 years, right? Kumamela comes every 12 years, right? So it's based upon the movement of Jupiter. Jupiter has a 12 year cycle. And Jupiter is guru, so sadhana is based upon Jupiter's grace, right? So uh, uh, periods of us, so Sri Ramakrishna's, if you could say Sri Ramakrishna's sadhana period, this is under the Bhairavi, under the different gurus that he had, uh, uh, his tantric sadhana, his vedantic sadhana, his yogic sadhana, all these type of things, his own personal uh, longing practice. These were all the visions, all these experiences he had that we read about. These happened over a period of 12 years. This is at the end of that, right? And so he was still fully conscious of how to do these practices, uh, pujas. So he uh, uh, invoked the deity with the following prayers. 
Hey, hey, ma Tripurasundari. This is his, I say this is hey, mother Tripurasundari. Right? He says, hey, oh, like Mahat, I know the mantra. Pabi Tripurasundari, iha, gacha, iha, gacha, iha, tishta, come, come, sit, sit. Face first, establish, accept our worship. We do it, we do it to the water pot, we do it to the yantra. Right? He did it to a person. Of course, that person, who was that person? We, we could say, we believe, we believe she's herself an incarnation of the goddess, right? right? But every, everything is an incarnation of the goddess. Nothing we see that's not the goddess, right? We have to invoke. The statue is just a statue. It's also the god. Before we did Pranapatistana, this statue was Kali, right? The difference afterward, where it's like fires in wood. You light it, but you get it going. It, the fire comes out of wood, right? So it's the same thing. So... We're all, in a certain sense, incar incarnate the deity in a certain condition, but this is not what's meant here, right? Like we can worship a little girl as Kunmari Puja, and that's very sweet, and we do it through Nurga Puja, we do Kumari, we worship little girls as pure forms of the goddess, but they're not actually the goddess. They're actually the goddess, but they're not actually, they're not the one who creates, <laughs> because the goddess's power is Tristiti Vinashanam, she, she creates, destroys, and sustains the world. And and uh, you know we do, we can worship your little daughter and sh and she will manifest a goddess but she didn't destroy the she's not going to destroy the universe at the end of time <laughs> right she didn't give birth to the universe but the one but she becomes a receptacle or a a, a face a a a, a manifest a, a, a connecting point for that supreme goddess but holy mother we believe actually was the supreme goddess <laughs> right in human form that helps <laughs> for this to happen right and so when he said hey Tipurasundri, right. Uh, 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 he invoked this, the supreme goddess Lalita Tipurasundari in her. Hey Tipurasundari, O virgin goddess, possessor of all powers, please open the gates of perception. Purify her body and mind and manifest yourself through her for the welfare of all. Then he performed the ceremony of Nyasya in accordance with the injunction of the scriptures and worshipped Sharada with 16 items as a veritable manifestation of the Devi. Nyasa this is the thing she do. we do it first in ourselves when we worship and then we do it in the deity so he invoked placing mantras all over her body invoked invoked uh, part of Pranapatistana and did the six, we're going to do 16 item worship this is offering of invocation of seat washing the feet washing the hands washing the mouth special offering giving sweet right, a sweet drink to uh, to drink washing the mouth again bathing dressing jewelry flowers garlands leaves incense light food this is called sodashi puja so uh, upachar puja 16 items this is a this is a, the formal puja is 16 items he did the full the same puja we're doing tonight he did to her you have to think like that he then oh, I'm sorry after offering food, he took some of it and put it in her mouth. Sharada lost outer consciousness and went into samadhi. While uttering the mantras in a semi-conscious state, the master, Sri Ramakrishna, also went into deep samadhi. Thus, the worshipper and the worship became fully united and unified in the Atman, the existence, knowledge, and bliss absolute, Satchitananda. Time passed in this way. It was long after midnight, when the master gradually regained partial consciousness of the world. In that semi-conscious state, he offered himself to the Devi, manifest in the person of Sharada, and then forever surrendered at her feet himself the results of his sadhana, uh, his rosary, and everything else. He then bowed to her and offered this prayer. I'll tell you the prayer in a second. So actually this is, he offered himself and the result of his sadhana. 
his Palhara. She became Palahari. She's the one who took the fruits of his sadhana. If you read Sri Ramakrishna's sadhana, it's quite overwhelming. <coughs> and he did it by his japamala. He said he offered his own japamala at her feet. Imagine those japamala. Imagine if you could have that japamala or see that japamala. Some pictures of Holy Mother, she's wearing that japamala. Right? And before she passed away, she had a disciple. You, maybe some people who know Ramakrishna Leela, there is one of the great disciples of Ramakrishna, Gorima, very powerful woman uh, 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 devotee, sannyasi. And Gorima had a niece named Durgama. And when Durgama was five years old, Gorima had a holy mother initiate her. So she was initiated into mantra at five years old. And when she was 11 years old, holy mother initiated her into sannyas. So she took sannyas at 11 years old, this girl. Right? So she's quite something. You see pictures of her. She's quite something. Durgama. And so before Sri Holy Mother's passing, she cut her mala into two pieces. Two, two malas, right? One she kept for the, uh, for the mutt. For the, the Ramakrishna mission has that. The other she secretly called Durgama. He says, here, take this. Don't tell anybody. They'll be angry. Because who's Durgama? I mean, Ramakrishna missions already established at centers, Vivekananda, you know, the men-controlled, a men-controlled organization, right? And who's oh, this? Is a young girl running? In, she was running a school in Calcutta, called Charidashudi Ashram, right? So she was a principal, a young girl who was running, being trained to be the principal of a school. And why is she getting something so precious, right? And, and she told how to worship, how to offer every day, offer paisham to up and do puja, how to worship this mala. So Durgama, so Durgama. <clears throat> when she was five years old also, she was initiated by Holy Mother and she was also married to Lord Jagannath in a formal, full wedding ceremony in the, in the Puri temple. Right? Uh, 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 and so she considered herself uh, the wife of uh, Lord Krishna as Jagannath. And so she, and there was a, there the, an old Jagannath temple at the Sangam in, Dak, in Allahabad. We go, I, go, I pass it every day going to the Sangam. We pass, we, we see that old, kind of crudely carved deities. right? But she would visit there Verily, because I heard her Lord Jagannath was there. And because her husband, she had to visit her husband occasionally. She had work to do in Calcutta, but she'd go to visit her husband in, 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 in Allahabad. And so when she was there, there was, a, there, was a Beng- there was a sizable Bengali community in Allahabad. And so she had her Bengali disciples. And so one time she was gathered in, in, the, in the Bengali neighborhood. She was on a platform surrounded by ladies in orange cloth. You know, she had her own ashram. And Somebody we know, he's a, we call him Bengali Dada, I don't know his name, Bengali Dada, he's an elderly man, I don't know if he's still living, uh, 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 a wonderful devotee of Thakur in Allahabad, very dear friend of our ashram. <coughs> he was a young man doing some work, office work in Calcutta, Bengal, and he sees, he sees, he hears people speaking Bengali and mulling around in, in that, and he sees some lady kind of, Durgama was kind of fat, fatty, you know, big, big lady sitting on like that. And she sees him and he, she sees him from across the crowd and goes, come, come. Mm-hmm. Right? And he goes and does pranams. He's in orange class, you do pranams, right? And then she, and, and, and she says, so are you Bengali? And he goes, yes, mother. He says, are you devotee of Ramakrishna? He says, yes. Are you devotee of Kali and Durga? He says, yes, yes. Then your time has come. Come tomorrow for Diksha. Right, he, just, he didn't know what Diksha was. He didn't know there was no plan. He didn't know who she was. <laughs> she knows Ramakrishna, but who knew Durgama? Durgama was not famous in the Ramakrishna tradition, right? As soon as you read, if you read about Durgama, you realize, wow, she's actually very important, but not in most of the literature, you know. Uh, but, uh, uh, 
So she came the next. He didn't know what to bring. He didn't bring dakshina. He didn't bring fruit. He didn't. Do, he didn't know what to do. He just came. Right? She told him to come. He knew to take a bath. He took a bath and came. Right? And then she and and she gave. He says uh, gave. She gave uh, two mantras to him, and then she pulled out of a little box that mala. Right. And she said. And he said. Uh, how to describe it? He says that you know rejections are bumpy. He said completely smooth. Either from Holy Mother wearing or Thakur using, who knows what it means. Twelve years use of this mala, at least, you know. And you put it on his head and chanted the mantra that he initiated, she initiated him. Right? It's quite something. So that was probably 70 years ago or something, I don't know. So whenever we'd meet him, we'd always ask him to tell the story. Because then he'd go, he'd, he'd be back, you know, his eyes would glisten, you know, <laughs> remembering his old mother, you know. But that happened. This sodden, the the mala was given on Falaharni. Uh, 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 sorry, uh, Takur offered that mala representing the fruit of his sadhana, twelve years of austerities. So, whoever Holy Mother is ontologically, who she's in, wh- what what form of the goddess she incarnated, right? Uh, 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 he gave all of his power to her, and she herself said, "The mother awakened uh, 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 the uh, the mother aspect in me, for the good of the world." By, awake, by his worshipping Holy Mother, he said he, she awoke in the Divine Mother in this age. Something to it. And then, he, and then she said, and then he left me behind, Holy Mother said, left me behind to manifest the Mother. The worship, oh, sorry, uh, sometime, pa- uh, where are we? In that semi-conscious state, he offered flower himself to Divine Mother, to the Devi manifest in the person of Sharada Devi, and then forever surrendered at her feet himself. Interesting. Holy Mother is completely surrendered to Sri Ramakrishna. But here it says that he completely surrendered himself to her. Very important. He completely surrendered himself. Uh, himself. The result of his sadhana, Kalmapal, his rosary and everything else. Then he bowed to her with this prayer. We all know the prayer. Sarva Mangala Mangalye Shive Sarvarta Sarike Sharanye Trambake Gori Narayani Namastute. This is in every Ramakrishna mission at the end of Arati, they sing these Narayani Stuti. And not necessarily they worship in the Divine Mother, but actually because Thakur worshipped Holy Mother with this mantra, so they all worship Holy Mother with this mantra. O consort of Shiva, the most auspicious of all auspicious beings, O doer. Uh, O doer of all actions, O refuge of all, O three-eyed goddess of golden complexion, O power of Narayana, I salute you again and again. The worship was complete. The master sadhana culminated in this worship of the Divine Mother in the body of a woman who was an embodiment of spiritual wisdom. Both his divine, both his divine and human aspects had achieved ultimate perfection. After the Sodashi Puja of, of, of uh, the Holy Mother lived with the Master for about five more months. During that period, she spent her days in the Nahabat, that music tower I told you, and served the Master and his mother. And at night, she, sh- she slept in his bed. Day and night, the Master was almost incessantly in the Baba, in Baba Samadhi. Sometime his mind would suddenly vanish into Nirvakalpa Samadhi, and the signs of death would manifest themselves in his body. The Holy Mother could not sleep at all at night because the Master's Nirvakalpa Samadhi made her apprehensive. Uh, 
One night when she found that the master had, would not return from Samadhi to the conscious plane for a long time, she became scared and anxious. She then awoke Hridoy and others from their sleep. Hridoy came and for a long time repeated the Lord's name in the master's ear, and finally he returned to the normal plane. When the master was told what had happened, he realized the Holy Mother's that the Holy Mother's sleep was being disturbed every night. He then had been arrangements for her to sleep in his mother's room at the Nahabat. Thus she lived with the, lived with the master for approximately one year and four months <coughs> and then returned to Kamapukur, most likely in October of 1873. So it's a very, uh, 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 of course it's important for Kali Puja, the uh, Kali devotees who do this puja is important for us because this is an anniversary and it's important in the Ramakrishna tradition because this is the day that actually in, if we take Holy Mother's statement as that he that he awoken the Divine Mother in me and that he left me behind to manifest the Mother Shakti in this world right? the fact that Kali Mandir exists is part of that awakening so this is uh, by, by this puja to Holy Mother is part of this the worship of Kali and, and the Divine Mother in this age. Sri Ramakrishna said, not said he said, but it's, he quoted from the scriptures, that, that uh, uh, it, just like in, it, we go, we, we, in the morning we wake up, hopefully fresh, take a shower, live our day, get a little sleepy at night, go to sleep at night, in the morning we wake up. We have a whole cycle. Nature does the same thing, right? Spring, everything wakes up. Summer, it's in full manifestation. Fall, it begins to go to sleep. And, and in winter, most things hibernate and sleep and energy comes back. So similarly, the, 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 year go, the year goes this way and ages go this way through the yugas. We have Sattva Yuga, things wake up, right? Things get, uh, manifest. And then in Kali Yuga, things are asleep. Consciousness sleep. Actually, it says the devas sleep during Kali Yuga. So actually, it's, uh, why did, one of the reasons there's not much faith in God and the gods Right, because nobody you, you you pray and nothing happens. Not much happens. People have faith, they believe, but who has experience? Like here, it was because it, it was a normal thing to say, oh, to, for for Arada's uh, husband to go into the forest and see a living ma- people actually worshiping Kali, and that, oh, that was wonderful, good, good. <laughs> right, that's a normal thing. That's not a normal thing now. That could be like, oh my God, I had a vision of Kali. Right, we don't have people don't have visions of you know people don't have these type of things, but so they say that the deities are asleep in the state. That's one of the reasons people don't have much divine experience anymore. It takes much work to awaken them within. If you awaken within, then you can see a little bit without. But there's a mantra, Kali Yuga, Kali Jagat, something like that. That says in Kali Yuga, Kali is awake. Actually, two forms are awake in Kali Yuga, right? Kali and Gopal, baby Krishna. Chakor said. He quoted the scripture, but he said it many, many times. It's throughout Kadamrita uh, and other places, right? So that you can immediate response. As you see, you don't have to have faith to come here. You get, a, you, you feel something. You see, you get a response. There's some internal response, external, even external. People go, oh my gosh, she looks different. Right? She looks, I think she moved. People have these, all these experiences, you know, and, and or people, last week we were talking about the, uh, the Lala, uh, 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 Lila of Krishna, right? The people who worship the, in, in this Batsali Abhav of, of, of baby Krishna, they have so much personal experience in there. And the whole thing, you realize, what are they talking? It's a little metal statue of a little baby like this, you know. And they have all, oh, he did this, and he's been very naughty today, and I don't know, he won't eat, and he's being, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. But you know, it's real. That's the thing. In this age, these two forms are especially awake. Anyways. <coughs> Thank you for your kind attention. I wasn't, uh, uh, with my fried brain, I tried my best I could. Uh,
so I think we'll do we'll get ready for uh, for RIT and then we'll do Mao's puja. A little simple. We did a very elaborate uh, puja this morning with the full Kali Yantra and uh, actually, if you've seen this Yantra, only comes in very rarely. There's a big three-dimensional Kali Yantra in front of the God, right? And it's uh, uh, this was. I've had a desire for a three-dimensional Kaliyantra for many, many years, right? And uh, but turns out they don't exist. I've seen pictures of them in museums, Muse- uh, museum. Pic- I've seen pictures online of them in mu- of one or two in museums, right? But it's in my mind, right? And so I, uh, I, so if you need, if you if you want to know something about yantras, you call Ayapa Swami, who's Ayapa Swami, Swami Ayapagiri, who's here, who is quite expert at yantras. <laughs> Right. He's made many, 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 many yantras in his life. And I asked him just for advice on where to find one. He said, yeah, come, come for lunch one day and we'll discuss it. When I got there, he, his discussion was how to make one. <laughs> right? And how to pour one. He made the forms. And, and it's funny, he was very, Swamiji, <laughs> we're very thankful. He was very kind. He had me like, okay, now you pour it now. And you, you do this. Like, it's like making, I was thinking like making um, uh, cookies with your grandmother. You know, she does everything, but you mix it. He's like, oh, I made cookies. <laughs> So I came back. Look at the. I came back to Usha. Look at the yantra I made. He, he worked two weeks. I worked. I, I poured and mixed and weighed and chanted yantra. <laughs> he. So I felt like I made the yantra, but really he made the yantra. <clears throat> and and then we, we also put uh, 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 kumkum from so many shakti pitams. A lot of, uh, uh, of his many pilgrimages and Usha's many pilgrimages to shakti pitams. And so and so usually it's in my kutir. It only comes out on amavashas now. And so uh, uh, I wanted to bring it out. So it's what you're seeing in front here. Most people don't know what they're doing. The covers, you don't know what you're... People look at Ma and they don't, they don't know what they're seeing. But there's a, a, a beautiful three-dimensional Kali Yantra. Jai Palaharani Kali Ki Jai Jai Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna Deva Ki Jai Jagannatha Sri Sharada Devi Ki Jai Enjoy Ma. All right.